0: Welcome to episode 5 of the Okie Show Show, even though in this actual episode I call it episode 4. Doesn't matter. But uh, my name is Brian Gilland, your host, and um, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope everyone had a good time with their families and friends, and if you didn't, I hope that you um, enjoyed yourself otherwise. We went up to uh, Iowa, my wife and I, and uh, we made it back just in time for the ice storm. And we like to do night drives, so we were... Risking our lives getting back home, and we're glad that we made it safe. Everybody stay warm, because it is cold as crap out there right now. Uh, Tonight, Monday the 30th at 89th Street Collective, formerly known as the Conservatory, but the much cleaner version now. uh, There's going to be a show with Brigades, Too Close to Touch, Seasonal, and The Lost Boys from 6 to 11-ish. If you like pop punk screamo, that would be a good thing to go to. Uh, There's also going to be a a stand-up open mic at the District House tonight starting at 7.30. I say stand-up open mic. It's really just an all-encompassing open mic. So if you're an aspiring musician, go practice. If you're an aspiring comedian, go practice. Uh, There's going to be another stand-up open mic at JJ's Alley on Thursday. Registration starting at 7.30 to 9 p.m. Just a good place to work on new material and that kind of thing. I might be there. I might not. I'm not really sure. I've been working on some new stuff. But... um, there is a Kickstarter for a short film called The Grave, which is ongoing for twelve more days. <clears throat> Set in the nineteen twenties, Oklahoma City, a few men are above the law. Fortunately, Crusadian reporter Walter Krim stands up to those who would oppress the innocent. When Krim can't achieve his aims through the press alone, he becomes the dark avenger known as the Grave. So go on, Kickstarter. Check that out, Uh, it's a local short film being produced by Kyle Robertson, it's going to be starring Steven Goodman, Rhett Terrell, who's been on the show, and a few other people, and it's going to be pretty darn cool, nice little film noir kind of thing. Just wanted to let you know that our Star Wars comedy riff special is coming, but I'm pushing it a week so that it's a little closer to The Force Awakens, which is on December 18th. If you don't have your tickets, (laughs) that sucks. But it's going to be the live riff is going to be December 14th. You can cue it up to Star Wars A New Hope, and you can watch it while you listen to myself, comedian Joel Decker, producer Zach Burns, and actor Stephen Goodman as we joke around, riff, just have fun. Basically, mystery science theater, but um, for Star Wars. So that's everything that's going on this week. Now let's dive into episode five of the Yoki Show show featuring. Mr. Kyle Reed. All right, and welcome to the Okie Show Show, the podcast that dives into the gritty details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industry, and then tosses our guests into the deep end of improv games. I'm your host, Brian Gilliland. Welcome to episode four. Uh, today's topic, we're going to be talking about marketing yourself and your music. Mm. And my special guest for today is Kyle Reed. Howdy. He's the front man for Kyle Reed and the Low Swinging Chariots, which features John Calvin on guitar, you bastard. Oh man, I got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me make sure I'm saying these names right. David, oh yeah. David Leach on the trombone.
1: Da- oh yeah, David Leach, he plays trombone, he plays upright bass sometimes, you know, wow. like these guys wear a lot of hats. Man. Uh, yeah. Let's
0: see, we've also got Kevin Stringfellow.
1: Kevin Stringfellow. Bagel, bagel tone yeah yeah
0: Johnny Carlton on the bass and then Steve Boaz on drums I know that name S-
1: yeah Steve Boaz. he's uh he's not only uh, an amazing drummer he also owns and operates breathing rhythm studios down in Norman Ooh. and that's where we recorded that <coughs> that chariots record oh, it was man. at his studio yeah
0: now the chariots record you guys uh, just released all right here we go it's been
1: on, it's on iTunes it is on iTunes and it's it's kind of the whole thing's live the whole thing is live. Yeah, that was awesome. that was an awesome process to do it like that, um, and it wasn't the first time we had tried to do it either. You know, that was a process we landed on after the first go around not working out so well. Right. So, you know, up until then, I had I had done music like most of us do on our, our on our laptops. You know, where you can just layer on however many, you know, iterations of yourself you'd like to do. Um, yeah. And I kind of took that that model and, and applied it to doing this full band thing and so we recorded all the parts individually and everybody played great but then later on i was going through you know and trying to edit the stuff and it it didn't really have the you know the energy it didn't really yeah. have the you know the feel that i liked about other recordings that i was listening to that i was trying to uh use as, as guideposts for this this record so yeah a couple of months later. And after doing our deli residency where we played at the deli every Thursday, oh, you know, for, and I missed every one of those shows. <laughs> no, that's all right. It was like on a Thursday or something. It was on a Thursday, yeah. like seven, seven to nine. And so that's, that's, that's a very unique time spot. And, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun and we learned a lot, you know, the band just, they got tight, you know, yeah. we were doing these things and we were rehearsing a lot. And we, we finally, after, you know, after months of me trying to edit these songs to make them feel, good they had just started to feel great you know yeah. playing in live all the time and so that's almost decided, like that's almost like being on tour like having a regular time slot oh like yeah yeah you know and and being on tour is a that's a, that's a really special thing it's a pressure cooker you know like yeah. like you uh, i think you were mentioning uh <coughs> but yeah it it does and it really you know sharpens things up you know it's it's great it's a great feeling and then it was great to go into the studio and you know not only perform it Sort of old school, the way that somebody might do if they were, you know, tracking something uh, back in the time when that swing music was more popular, uh, but also, you know, using old technology. Like Steve used yeah. the tape machine for. Oh, you for guys the first went time. analog. Yeah. What? Right. It wasn't. I, that's... Oh man. <laughs> that's amazing. It was pretty. It was pretty incredible. I think that that was that was one of the first ones that came into Steve's studio. Maybe it was the second one that he got to use that tape machine on. He yeah, f-
0: he f- found it. Was he was he losing his freaking mind? That sounds <laughs> like a sound guy's dream. Oh yeah,
1: and this is something that he's you know he's into that kind of stuff you know. Yeah. And so that's sort of what his studio is about you know like even a, he, he'll he'll use you know uh, you know in the box stuff you know when when the situation calls for it, um, but. Even then, he's you know he's all about creating the the right atmosphere and the right vibe for the right yeah. sound of that record, and then making it happen.
0: Well, and that live style, <clears throat> I thought that whenever I I found your album, I I just thought mm. that was so cool that you guys did it all live because that really is like you just made your listeners travel back in time too. Oh yeah. When that style, you know, was
1: was. Prevalent. Oh sure. And you know I I find that, you know, it was it was a really scary thing to do. You know I. Yeah. I always consider myself a guitar player first and a singer second. And so just to be like, no, we're just going to throw the first vocal take on there. That's oh, just man. the one. That's it. <laughs> that is kind of yeah. <laughs> like, that's scary, but at the same
0: time, that's kind of thrilling. It is. Like you're really, you're not really wasting time in the, in the studio, like overthinking stuff. No. And
1: I, I think that overthinking projects kills so many projects. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, how many... I have, I have countless unfinished things you know, like <clears throat> yeah. on my desk
0: you just get stuck yeah. in that rabbit hole of like but I hear all these other <laughs> riffs and stuff that could go in there they as well. could
1: they could go in there but then after all that am I gonna like the first one Yeah. <laughs> am I yeah. gonna go back and be like oh that was it we now you've know. also got a solo EP that's also available on iTunes called Don't
0: Be Afraid that's it right. was released May 8th this is released really recently that is yeah and I... let's talk about that because <clears throat> that kind of segues <laughs> into what's sitting behind you which is the cigar box guitar
1: that's absolutely right Uh, well, and, and there's, there's also a really neat tie-in story for the, you know, the release. It was on May 8th. It was at the Paramount Theater and... Which is right downstairs! Which is right downstairs. (laughs) And this, this was the second release I've done at the Paramount. I love the Paramount. We did the Chariots release there too. Yeah. Now the Chariots release, there was, uh, there was like an act of God. It was the, Mm -hmm. the, a pipe burst and there was like flooding in the hallway and they I mean they took care of it they took care of everybody
2: I remember that
1: but it was water it was waterworks and then come release this cigar box album last May this was prime time for the t- tornadoes and every you know like right. the weather was yeah. really it was really hitting the fan and there wasn't a tornado that night but there was just torrential rain there was just yeah. like buckets of rain <laughs> And, and I think I think that maybe five people came out to the out to the release but we put on a hell of a R- show Rain <laughs> is the biggest freaking killer we just played uh, Laney and I just played a little duet show mm.
0: <clears throat> uh, opening for JB he was kicking off his Europe oh, tour oh yeah right and on. like it was on a Thursday which was kind of straight number one and then it was raining outside and yeah. I just, I, I, it sucks because it's freaking JB yeah right he's amazing and I and like we should have had way better turnout than we did but it ah. got boned by rain
1: in, by the rain the, you Oklahoma know Oklahoma style but I think you know there's just some kind of some kind of magic about the about the rain right yeah it makes people want to want to stay and watch Netflix I guess, yeah right I know. Netflix, I'm, I'm and, wanna, chill. Netflix be some and chill kind of, <laughs> there's gotta be some kind of there's
0: gotta be some kind of work around like it on I don't know <laughs> All like, right yeah, yeah you know, Broadcast it like, online on some kind Was of which that actually um,
1: that's a thing uh, now
0: Right. Bef- oh, oh, before we go any further, we we've, mm. we've been talking about your music, but but oh, right, for those right. that who don't know who you are and what exactly you sound like, yes, can you give us a little? I'd be happy, ditty.
1: Yeah, let's do this thing. So I've got have got my cigar box guitar here,
0: and this is you handmade this out of what?
1: Oh, so uh, we've got a. Well, uh, <clears throat> just make sure that's about right. We have got. Right here, just your standard uh, cardboard, really dense cardboard. I was really surprised. Dense cardboard uh, cigar box. Hmm. And then uh, mounted on the cigar box, you've got a couple of little rivets, sound holes. You've got a bolt right here for the bridge and for the nut up at the top of the neck. Now, the neck is just a a piece of 1x2 poplar you can get at any hardware store. Uh, so we got the bolt there at the top, and then uh, you know, a piece of string to keep it around your neck, and then and then okay. three strings. You know, you just got these three. So uh, I'll I'll play a little something from that um, from that Cigar Box EP. I might turn this up a tiny bit. Well, here here we go. This one's called. Uh, no no that's the this is it's all right <laughs>
0: Tune called "Don't Be Afraid." Is called don't that, be afraid
1: uh, that one's uh it's all right, it's I, all right. I misspoke okay. earlier right that don't be afraid that's the, the title of the that's the it's name of the, the actual EP. EP, yeah. you can buy uh
0: it's got four songs on there all together <clears throat> they're all instrumental like that
1: they're all instrumental like that yeah, yeah exactly Very gorgeous man ah thanks man he just
0: recently did a thing on ted talks
1: yeah that was uh that was really cool <laughs> it was yeah. a lot of fun yeah uh, just the same kind of thing. Um, I did that actually just before I recorded the um, the Cigar Box EP, so I played a lot of those songs there. Yeah. And I remember mm-hmm. they brought me on. I wasn't I wasn't a speaker or a presenter. I was you know an entertainer. You know, so I was there. I I didn't uh, talk a whole lot, but that was actually good. This was one of those times when uh, I I schedule myself against my best interest. You know what I mean? Right. So. This was on a Friday, and I think I was supposed to talk right after lunch. Uh, and Thursday night, I played my normal. You know, I think I don't know if I was doing you know the residency then, but I played at the deli from seven to nine. Took a little break, and I played from ten to like 1.30 that night, <sighs> at at the my deli. Head. Yeah, and I just working yeah, working. <laughs> <laughs> I had the. The worst hangover of my oh, life. I, yeah, I can imagine. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> and the whole, yeah, the whole day I'm like, there, there's, you know, awesome and, you know, intelligent people with great ideas and there are all these cool talks going on and I'm just, I'm just throbbing, oh, you know, in man. my head. Yeah. But I, I did the TED talk and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah looking back on it, I, I really, I really enjoyed, you know, getting to do that.
0: I think I recognized that because I, I, when you, for those of you that are listening, when you watch Kyle playing this cigar box, it kind of becomes a little hypnotic, <laughs> just like because it sounds like a freaking, like a cross between like a guitar and a dobro mm-hmm. because of the slide factor. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I love it. It's got such Thank a, for you, me man. it's such a tiny freaking thing. It's got <laughs> such a great full sound.
1: I was I was actually really surprised when I built my first one. I built it you know just on a lark. You know I've always thought yeah. that stuff was cool. Um, and when I plugged it, I, I wanted to, you know, make a pickup for it and I, I played it, you know, acoustic and it, it was kind of a little rinky dink. This is why I, you know, I brought the amplifier in today. Uh, it sounded cool, but it just doesn't project, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and then I built a little pickup for it and I plugged it in, you know, a little bit of reverb and it sounds, it, it, it really is kind of trance. Like yeah, the, I get into yeah, a trance.
0: Yeah, reverb really just puts <sighs> the icing on the cake. The shimmer. Ugh. And you know...
1: <clears throat> Sometimes I really love to drown it in reverb and sometimes, you know, it's just a little bit, you know, because yeah. I just love, I love how it. Reverb you can on acoustic
0: hit. instruments, like the different acoustic instruments that aren't like guitars. Mm-hmm. We put reverb on a banjo. Oh, and yeah. Harmonics on that. And it sounds so, to me, it sounds really cool.
1: Yeah. No kidding.
0: But, um, so... That is your original solo stuff, but then you've also got mm. the, the Kyle Reed and the Low Swinging Chariots sounds. Is a very, very different... It's very still different. In the same vein of like folk acoustic kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's a much different sound. And I want you to describe the sound, but I want you to do it in a certain way. Okay. I want you to do it as if you were performing an infomercial. So sell us <laughs> on Kyle Reed and the Low Swinging Chariots.
1: Are you tired of 90s throwback swing bands with really funny looking fake zoot suits no more because i have a special for you tonight for the price of three bands kyle reed and the Low ring and chariots will take you back to that time when your grandparents were still sexy and knew how to shake a leg <laughs> call now <laughs>
0: it's that started off as like a, a wonderful christopher walker <laughs> are you tired of these crappy 90s bands these crappy 90s
1: then yeah and now I read the low swinging chariots oh my god i love that i can't remember where, what it was i saw an infographic on the internet one time it was like different impersonations and the pauses you know yeah, like the yeah Very, yeah. very distinct it was, it was pauses. like the uh,
0: walk comma the shatner comma <laughs> oh, right. and like the oxford comma, the oxford yeah.
1: comma. Yeah. oh that's like ex- yeah that's it uh, right. I
0: gotta go to a word from our sponsors. Uh, the Oki Show Show is brought to you by Metal Chairs in a Hot Room. We don't have to wonder who farted. We know damn well. <laughs> I'm working on my sponsor list. It's it's still a, it's a young show. Give it time.
3: But don't insult your sponsors right off the those bat. Are, those That's are some legit idea. sponsors. Well, I mean, That's a great way to not ever get another sponsor
0: again. <sighs> I mean, Chairs in a Hot Room, they don't really give us a lot of money.
1: Again, they didn't, they didn't get the premium package <laughs> of not getting shit talked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so,
0: uh, I also want to, I, I don't think I've even introduced you yet. I'm sorry. Yeah, i try,
3: try to keep it low key because I know it's like, you know, this is Kyle's time. I'm just here yeah. to make things slightly more awkward, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, joining us in the non-studio, because this is actually an office, uh, we're on the third floor of the Paramount, just kind of crammed into Indian Head Pictures' little tiny closet of an office. But uh, this is Jason Dougherty, and you, first of all, supplied these microphones, so thank you thank for you. that. Thank you, no problem, <laughs>
3: no problem. Uh, what, what mics are we using right uh, now? We're using a couple of KSM-32s and then a AKG Perception 200. They sound so, sexy, sounds yeah. sexy as all get out. <laughs> yeah, Be- beats those SM-57s you're working on uh, the man. <laughs> um, They're a studio so staple, though, so. They are, they are. Sure. Great products.
0: They well looking for sponsors. Right, (laughs) brought to you by yeah, it will be brought to you by SM57 someday. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to talk to you about Mm -hmm. marketing yourself as a musician in Oklahoma. Right, we don't live in LA, we don't live in New York or Nashville. Sure, you know, so navigating. Marketing in Oklahoma. We were just talking about getting people to come out to your shows. Just
1: oh, right, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: talk about how you go about promoting yourself and your shows.
1: Well, uh, I'd say rule number one is always don't be a jerk. I think that if you're if you're <laughs> following that rule, you're you're gonna you're better off than you know ninety percent of the jerks out there. Yeah. Uh, but you know that is kind of the. Uh, the work part of, of being a musician, you know, like, I, I think that's what I get paid for when I, you know, get paid for a gig is to do all the stuff that, you know, sets up the gig. And then when I'm actually there playing the gig, that's, that's sort of the reward for the thing, you know? Um, so I guess general, you know, uh, first thing, you know, was have, have some kind of marketable, you know, like, or distinct brand about it, you know? Um, and that's kind of what the low swinging chariots was, you know, was meant to be. Was this this music I had loved for a long time that seemed like there was a gap, you know, yeah. a, a, a nice gap to fit into, right? At least with you know, because there are bands, there are bands, there are lots of bands, you know, around Oklahoma City who play the kind of music that we play. You know, I think that they just tend to steer it more towards, a, you know, early dinner crowd. You know right. what I mean? Um, so,
0: so you're tra- it seems like you're trying to market to kind of a younger. The kind of audience that would typically go to see groups like, like who else?
3: Like the kinds of people who would want to come to the show and actually dance instead of yeah, and remember how they used to <laughs> dance to this kind of music. Right,
1: that's brilliant. I remember yeah. when my
0: legs worked.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, and because you know we're all, you know, that's where we like to hang out. You know, yeah. is that those kinds of shows? You know, before it'd be fun to play those kinds of shows. You know, yeah. Um and yeah, that's you know the kind of people we hang out with and the people we know. You know, young people and uh so and it was also kind of the world I knew I guess you know I had been playing around Oklahoma City for a little while you know and uh had gotten a taste for it I really liked it I didn't want to stop yeah. you know and actually that was uh I think we met back in the John Bear Fortet days when I was playing yeah with. we totally did yeah and My I was God, so was hell, that was
0: like seven years ago
1: it I think it very well <laughs> may have been like you were seven still years in, you were still in college I was still in college yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty young, I think. You know, I I turned twenty one in that band, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah.
3: That's God. a fun band to turn twenty one in. Oh that yeah. It was great.
1: <laughs> we had a good time. Uh but you know, I remember being bummed out when like, you know, John he got a job out of state and he, he moved away and like yeah. I, it was it was done and so then it was like, Okay, well now you gotta now you gotta do something else. Yeah. <laughs> you Because
0: know. I remember when you guys like I didn't I didn't know that you guys had like gone your own separate ways but like, oh yeah it feels like uh we're of a particular generation oh yeah of the, of the bands around here and like have you noticed that like there's a new generation like every year there's
1: always a new generation like, a new yeah. string
0: of bands that are like it's now. like star trek yeah uh, yeah it's and it's <laughs> like the bands that have survived the, <laughs> like sherry chamberlain's still playing every once in a while and like, yeah allie harder's still around and oh she's I- still playing and she's getting better and better it seems like
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh, it's great no i know exactly what you're talking about and there are bands you know like great bands that i i loved back in in that time who don't play anymore you know for any any number of reasons and i do miss them yeah Yeah. uh but it yeah it feels good you know a certain part of you know maybe to steer back to to the, the the question you were asking about marketing you know a certain part of That is staying power, you know, if you just, you you know, if you just keep at it long enough, you get, you finally get that name recognition that, you know, oh, I've heard of you. You Right, yeah. And that, you know, that's half the battle, I feel like. It's just making, you know. And it's
0: weird whenever you finally cross that threshold. Mm -hmm. Because, like, part of you feels like or at least this was kind of our experiences that we're like, okay, well we don't have to market nearly as hard as we used to,
1: like, oh, we don't yeah. have to
0: promote as hard as we, because now people are starting to know who we are. Right. Right. And then that's not the case at all.
1: <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's a nice, uh, reminder to not, not think, you know, too much of myself, you know, like is, yeah, that, yeah sometimes there are factors outside your control or maybe sometimes they're like, no, nah, am nah, just not in the mood to go, you yeah. know, like see some, see some music or specifically see that guy. Maybe, you know, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think, yeah, it's important to, you know, I think just, just keep at it, you know, just do, if, if it's something you're enjoying doing, if it's, you know, if there's other stuff you'd like to do, then you do that other stuff too, yeah. you know. Um, what but, in
0: your opinion is like the main thing that brings people out to a show? And this, I mean, then this is open to both of you. Guys, oh yeah. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd cause be Jason, you're also in, like you play No Fidelis, but you're also in Eyes Made Ready and, uh, I mean, like you're if you're Ke- in a laundry list of yeah, bands,
3: Catalonia. Ke- Kef- <laughs> if we ever decide that uh, we all want to, you must live in the same city sleep, or like <laughs> practice in the that same band city. die. I really, I-, I love playing with those guys. Uh, I'm supposed to meet up with actually with Jared this week. I'm buying a bass from them, but yeah, um, yeah, he. Uh, the, it, it, I'm really unsuccessful with marketing my music. Uh, the, last, <laughs> the last thing I did, I did a little solo. Um, solo things to my house where I recorded a bunch of like yeah, short songs under 30 seconds. It was a big, it was completely insincere. It was just this big <laughs> joke about, you know, Streaming services wanting to get to the commercials faster, so they're right. like, curating oh, shorter. I thought it was <laughs> really clever. <laughs> it was really, oh, good. and man. it was called yeah. Jason and the Executives. Yeah, yeah, Jason and the Executives. Where can people that? find that? Uh, they can find that on Bandcamp, iTunes, Spotify. I just nice. threw it all out there. If anybody wants to hear it, YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh, okay, so cool. You know why not? Google. Yeah, I mean, I will yeah. get my seven cents from Google. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. that. you set up. You
0: may, make. Yeah. No money on album
1: sales. Yeah. It's incredible. It
0: really is. Like, it's depressing. Like, you finally get your your change from Spotify, and it's like, oh, look, I made a quarter in a
3: month.
1: Yeah, right. That's a good month. Yeah.
3: (laughs) But one thing I have noticed about trying to market, like, especially here in Oklahoma, is people who have a lot of success are serving not necessarily just the Oklahoma city metro area, but a lot of other underserved communities Ah. musically, like getting out outside the city to those places where, you know, maybe somebody doesn't want to drive into the city to see live
1: music. You know, that's a great point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like
3: that. I know Allie's had a lot of success doing that Mm -hmm. just playing anywhere that'll have her. Yeah. And Mm. it's a, it's a really great way to build your audience without, You know, playing the same four bars every other weekend. It's
1: important to remember there are other places to play. Yeah, Yeah. and I think we all, you know, maybe all fall victim to that thinking. But you know, I, I discover new places all the time. In fact, um, there's an amazing, you know, speckling of like. Uh, reoccurring house concerts and stuff around the yeah. city that are I finally the
0: first house show in like two years on Halloween.
1: Man, that's awesome!
0: And it was so much fun. I felt like I was 20 again. I guess the Courtney
1: Andrews <laughs> show doesn't
3: count because he played that. So.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was ah, she was amazing. She's
1: great, yeah. yeah.
0: You've, played, you've literally played on stage with her before, haven't you? I can't
1: remember. I don't think we it did was, any tunes together. Yeah, it, that We're was more... Courtney Marie Andrews. That
3: was way. more hanging out at Breathing Rhythm after the show. And that, just that, oh my jamming. gosh, yeah. yeah. She yeah. showed
1: me that crazy tuning she uses,
3: and I love it. Oh yeah, she she's plays that guitar amazing. like a harp. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. She's incredible.
0: I don't, I don't know how her fingers do that.
3: Yeah, Courtney Marie Andrews. Look her up. She's good. good. And she's Fantastic. moving to
0: LA pretty soon.
3: Yes, I know. She's strong. originally from
0: Washington, though, isn't she? No,
3: she's originally from Arizona. Moved to Washington, and now she's moving to LA. For a couple of years to, yeah. you know, do that thing. Most and, people
0: sure. <laughs> like that ask me if they should move out to LA. I always tell them, S- like Nashville, or you know, just stay here, cultivate it. But she actually is. She is friends with uh, Ginny Lewis. Oh, really? She, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> Unconfirmed. She name dropped a couple people, and I was like, Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> yeah.
3: She just. Uh, What's it? She's opened for. Uh, she just opened for recently out there. Eh. Oh well. Yeah. 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 Bygones. It was a big deal. It was kind of a big deal, you know.
0: I'm mm-hmm. amazed that Sam Crane hasn't moved out to L. A. yet.
1: I think she she likes the setup she has, you know. I mean, uh, actually, and it's kind of I was I was contemplating this recently, you know, because she goes on tour a lot, and I'll, I'll play with her sometimes when she's in town, or we'll do little runs and stuff. But it's amazing to think that uh, you know the cost of living in Oklahoma is is it's is so great, yeah. and there's a really awesome music scene you know like of of supportive uh and collaborative musicians who mm-hmm. are also very talented you know and maybe that's because the cost of living is really low you yeah, know right. but you know if she's gonna go tour in europe or tour all over you know the country why not why not yeah call call this home you know with yeah. the time that you're home that's you true know? and
0: especially for her style of music and for your style of music too. oh yeah and just like john Fulbright's style of music and like every- it, that is true. Like, why wouldn't you live here? Yeah. I mean, well, and it, it means sound you of get Oklahoma.
1: to... It's the sound of Oklahoma. And you get to see those Oklahoma artists more, you yeah. know? And that, you know, maybe I'm sure, you know, you could probably move to any amazing Nashville town and you'd probably meet really amazing people. And you'd probably... That's the thing, you know, I think about those big cities and I think that, you know, there's the, the saturation effect, but there's also just the, you know, the saturation of opportunity. There's just a lot more of that kind of stuff going on in those towns, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But...
0: Well, and that's also, I mean, like... Breaking in, because we do have a saturation here, like you and John Calvin, and like, you know, there are a lot think of... of Jake Renick Simpson and, and, uh, you know, all those guys. You, you know Jake, don't you? I, I might know Jake. <laughs> he's actually, he's in Nashville now, but he's he okay. around. He's, um, I didn't realize he moved to Nashville I know yeah. Traitor Traitor, <laughs> Traitor. Freaking traitors One of the best, best Fiddle
3: players oh, I've ever met oh, oh really Oh yeah He's God. seriously the, mm-hmm. I mean
0: like He did a couple little guest spots On our album Yeah Yeah And uh He would seriously just come in Hey how's it going Hear the song for the first time Hammer it out Bye, Bye. And it was just yeah. like gold <laughs> Yeah, I
1: don't. I got like that'll be fine in Nashville. Like yeah. yeah.
3: Oh yeah, go in, do
1: two <laughs> takes, and throw the second
3: and one away because you didn't need it in the first place. You didn't need it. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, I love I love that stuff. I yeah, I'm, I'm I'd love to meet this guy. You, know?
0: you man, it, I don't know if he's still he actually no he is in town, and if if luck would have it, then we should grab a drink and you guys meet yeah. me because he's oh, yeah. just stupid talented. That's that's great. Like uh, um, Daniel, is it Daniel Bottoms, the fiddle player? Ali's fiddle player?
1: Oh.
3: I know who you're talking about, but I. The beard.
0: Yeah. Beard. Yeah. I think it's Daniel
1: Bottoms. I, I, yeah. You're not thinking of Daniel Folks, are you? Daniel
0: Folks. Which is the best fiddler name ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel Folks. Oh, you were born with a fiddle in your hand. That's how that works. He was
1: born with a fiddle in his hand.
0: And a beard on his chin. And a beard on his chin. He just got married, didn't he? He did. That's right.
1: Out in Nashville, him and uh, Samantha Lamb. (sighs) But uh,
0: I feel like I'm getting old. Well, I am getting on 29 <laughs> in January, but, uh, like, Congratulations. I
1: love, oh, thanks,
2: woo,
0: <laughs> that's why I love your style of music, and, like, mm. the folky style of music, because it's just not ear-splitting loud, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, hey, <laughs> kind of old just, man, we get, yeah, seriously, like, we get it, we get it, I've been, it. No. I finally found a lounge that's just quiet, like, I could have a drink without having my ears blown out, Yeah, not, yep. and, and I still love that style of music, mm-hmm. But I, it, I just it's small doses, man. Just my,
1: I my ears are my money makers. I know just what you mean, and I had that a very similar experience uh, earlier this month, about a month ago. I went to Cane's to see Father John Misty, because I've I've been I've been digging that Father John Misty stuff, and I went up there, and I've at this point memorized all these songs in my mind, and he nailed it. He just like yeah. executed, but it was so loud. It was so loud, and there were like these punk little kids who were you know crunching their beer cans on the dance floor at Kane's ballroom right. and I just wanted to disrespectful
2: disres- little punks I know right I was like respect
1: <laughs> the dance
3: floor <laughs> this is sacred ground bob wills bob made his career wills
1: here. and he's like bob who you You're like
0: yeah i saw knuckle creek play one of their last shows here
1: <laughs> which uh, i did that's uh, it's a great place to see i've never gotten to see then. the punch brothers though oh no driving me weren't crazy. they just there I think so. Yeah. Chris Thiele, dude. He's taken over a Prairie Home Companion. You hear about really? that? No, no. Huh? Yeah. So now that, that, now everyone's going to be able to campaign. go Google that to see if I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but I might. I think he's taken over. <sighs> that guy, Chris Thiele is like... Someone needs to take over.
0: For those of you who don't know, Chris Thiele is literally the best mandolin player in the planet. He's toured so many times with... Um, Rattle him off. Oh, God. Of course, I mean, of course like, now, You know, with, with folks. He's toured with many folks. Many folky folks. Well, I, first of all, he he came from Nickel Creek. And uh, that's where I, like, I grew up on Nickel Creek.
3: And then... And he's made all his records with, like, Edgar Meyer and Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, right. Of, those yeah. are the people yeah.
0: that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. Bela Fleck and, like, all these mm-hmm. people that are just, like, the best of the best of the best. And people then somehow he and he's in. this young little dude... Not, I mean, like, he's a grown adult now, but, like, he's, like, this young kid, like, sharing the stage with freaking Edgar Meyer and, and Yo-Yo Ma, like, that's just insane.
1: Yeah. It's, It. I think it's a beautiful thing, you know, it speaks yeah. to the, you know, the The transcendence of music, you know, yeah. the universality of that language. <laughs> generations passing it on. It does, yeah, you know, yeah. generations passing it on, and that you can have, you know, like, the oldest, most, you know, like, road-worn cellist in the world, you know, yeah. like, and then some young kid, but if they both speak that language, yeah. if they both understand each other, there's nothing, nothing between them. I, yeah. lo- I
0: don't. Do you know who Nome Pichelny is? I don't think I do. Nome Pekarney is the banjo player for the Punch Brothers. Okay, and uh, he's really close with Steve Martin, who's an ah. insanely accomplished banjo player. And so it's oh, just yeah. really cool to see this, like these generations. It's like the mantle being passed down. Yeah,
1: that's and that's how it happens. You know, like uh, it's something that's fallen out of favor in the era when you can look up stuff on YouTube, which. I do all the time, you know, right. like who doesn't, you know, look up how to change your car's headlight or how to yeah. play, you know, like a a suspended chord or something yeah. on on YouTube, but there there is this...
0: so many YouTube videos on how to hammer claw and I cannot <laughs> figure it out well, to save this is, my life.
1: And that's the point, you know, like the the people who you know who do this stuff and who are like the keepers of this secret i think that they you know they mm-hmm. they study under somebody who yeah. really knows their stuff you know like yeah. and it, it just absorbs like every little drop yeah. yeah it seems like with music you can't
0: that's one of those things that you can you can be self-taught and you can watch all the youtube videos in the world but it will never be the same as
1: being an apprentice i think that's true of yeah. a lot of things too right oh, yeah. you know like um how many bedroom DJs are there, you know, and how, how much bad electronic music is in the world, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I'm sure it applies to films and stuff as well, you know, like yeah, you get to definitely work with people. Uh huh. Like mm. it, it's, it, I'm going to be having, I'm gonna, I'm calling it the sound
0: guy circle and it's going to mm. be like five of the top sound guys in the state who I trained under one of them and he trained under another okay. one. Of, and so it, it really is the same. Yeah. Thing, like generation. This is, it's really cool. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Kind of getting back to the whole marketing yeah. things, what what tips do you have? <laughs> We're rabbit trailing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we started nerding out on the on music. Yeah. Um, what, what tips do you have for mm. aspiring musicians who want to make not just music, but make a living okay. making music?
1: All right, and I feel like I kind of copped out of the last question about marketing, so I'm really going to try to drive this home, all like right. some concrete stuff. So, uh, first of all... Um, you can't well first of all I want to answer the question you asked before which is you know how do you get people out to a show and how do you you know promote yourself you know know what you want to do before you step out the door you know like I can't can't tell you how how quickly my ears turn off if I'm at an open mic night or something and somebody's up there and they don't it's not even that they can't play well you know like I respect somebody who will get up and play one chord over mm-hmm. and over again but will put some some feeling and some intention into it um, so, you know, I'd say know what you're, you're doing before you step out the door, you know, right. uh, and just make sure that you know what kind of show you want to put on and then and then do that as well as you can you know if yep. you don't have a product to sell you can't sell anything you right. know and it, it sounds weird to call it a product because, but it sometimes you have to turn on that switch in your well, brain I mean, like, you know
0: that's kind of, i mean like that's that's part of what we're talking about is, yeah. is you know music is just as much a business as owning a business it is it's and i you're your business of one or five
1: and i've got an llc and a lot of people i know do you know like yeah. it's it's it is what you do at a certain point it's it's a job and you have to you have to work at it so that's the first thing is you know make sure you know what what you're going to be selling people and then, uh, make sure they know about it. You know, like we, even this, it's the, you know, it's the digital age, but doesn't mean you shouldn't hang up posters. Doesn't mean you shouldn't, yeah. you know, like try to do radio spots yeah. and stuff, you know? And if, even when
3: you are doing that digital stuff, know like what times of day do you want to post about t- uh-huh. certain things? Yeah. And, yeah. and you can do scheduled yeah.
0: posts on Facebook and Twitter now.
3: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can do that mailing mailing lists yeah oh that's that's key like Like, that that disappeared for a while when people figured out they could market through facebook and myspace and all this stuff and then they changed their algorithm and nobody sees what you're doing
1: and emails i mean it's a it's a good way to make sure that you know people because anybody who gives you your their email address they want to know what's going yeah. on with you that's why yeah. they gave it to you right. you know so and and,
0: oftentimes you'll get an email from a band that you completely forgot about
1: and it's nice to know yeah what they're up to maybe they released a new record maybe they're playing in your town yeah you know uh, i
0: forgot that i was on desi and cody's email list oh. i got a random email i was like oh but they're still around they are so good <laughs> yeah, I, they're I, they're I love, so good I love,
1: them. I love them so much yeah yeah, didn't they get married? They yeah, they're, they're another married. couple They're totally band? a couple band. Yeah, yeah. uh huh, and and super sweet. Yeah, we see, we see them all the time. You know, up in Tulsa. You know, Those yeah. Tulsa cats are pretty. They're pretty kicking.
0: Got a pretty kick ass music.
1: Scene. They have a really kick ass music scene. I, I respect that music scene a lot. Uh, in fact, Horton Records put out uh, the the CD. And digital of uh of all right, here we go. You know, we were one of like the few non Tulsa bands to do a Horton Mm -hmm. release, you know. Yeah, Yeah, it was super cool. I I dug it. I wish
0: I didn't despise the drive to Tulsa as (laughs) much as I do.
1: That is just
0: two hours of nothing.
1: Of not a whole lot. Yeah. Just (laughs) nothing.
0: And it's the most painful drive. The worst part is when you've played a show and you've got some beer in you, and, and you have got to make that drive. You got to make it. And you're just sleepy. You're just <sighs> tired, exhausted. You just loaded out. You loaded back in.
1: This this happened to me mm-hmm. one time in Tulsa. I played two two gigs in Tulsa. I played at uh, Dwelling Spaces, at like a two hour thing, and then I went and I sat in with the Damn Quails at the Mercury Lounge, which was awesome. Which was so much fun. But this was a night when it was getting icy. There were actually a ton of Oklahoma oh, fans. Man. The Tequila Songbirds were there. And they they drove back and skidded into a curb and like bent a, a rim or something. Oh. So they stayed in Tulsa. Yeah, they, yeah. they they I'm hobbled out. <laughs> they hobbled to a hotel. But I I was already like on the turnpike whenever right. I got that. There comes a the
0: point of no return. There, there is just, no return. The, the was just like no. You don't. You're going the whole way.
1: I did, and I went 25 <laughs> miles an hour down down oh. the turnpike until I got to Oklahoma City. And by that point, it's four in the morning. Oh my god! And they've they've. They've shut it all down. They've shut it down. <laughs> they shut down the highway because you know a lot of those highways in Oklahoma City they're elevated and they're they're frozen as as hell. Oh my gosh. So I took side roads and back roads all the way to Norman from like the from so the turnpike right. back to Norman. I was driving so that's, back that's to Norman. That's
0: a three-hour drive. That's not a no, cushy no, two-hour no. no. It's
1: like, <laughs> it's yeah. about two. It's about yeah. two. It's not that bad. Yeah. Once you get out of Norman it's about
0: right, right. <laughs> at that point, the worst is whenever you uh take off to tulsa and oh, it's yeah. like rush hour and so you're just stuck in rush hour traffic you could have literally just...
1: just sat at your house yeah <laughs> yeah and save time
0: right i could just wait for an hour and mm-hmm. i would get there at the same time but no
1: but no uh that's that's ridiculous but yeah I made it. I made it back. I, I, <laughs> I'm I, I, glad I you're saved. alive. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. I'm <laughs> sitting
0: here today. The ghost of Kyle Reed,
1: everyone. The ghost. Of... And,
0: the, and that, that's how you should end that story. And I died.
1: And I died. <laughs> and your ass is haunted. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Forevermore. True story. True story. Uh,
0: so mm. let's talk about. Okay, you just put out this this EP right. in May. Yeah. And tell me about what your personal process is okay. of supporting a record you've got the full-length live album and then you've got the EP like how do you how do you go about yeah. whether in theory or in actual execution
1: that's that's a good distinction uh, I don't think I did uh, as great of a job promoting the uh, the EP as I as I I wish I had you know like um, it was a smaller you know a smaller production but I I, I love it I honestly like there are, there are moments when I when I think that's my favorite thing you know yeah I uh, I think it was one of those things where I, I don't know what I was doing. I think it was just summertime, you know, it was just summertime and the schedule was starting to heat up, but specifically for the chariots, you know, it was one of those things where I thought maybe the chariots would kind of like back off a little bit. But we were getting, I think we played like a dozen festivals this summer, you know? Mm-hmm. like That's awesome. Which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Which was, you know, like, exactly. The festival exactly, season is the best. I love festivals. If festival you make it season. that way.
0: If you make it that way. If you, way, yeah. <laughs> South By can be the most painful experience well, possible. That's you not a festival
1: anymore, man. That's That's a <laughs> clusterfuck
3: as <what> <laughs> <Well>, That's exactly what <laughs> right. It's, a,
0: it's a, uh,
1: a, a, a showcase for right, uh, yeah. corporate All interests. All the rock
0: stars on the whole freaking <clears throat> uh, Yeah. A,
1: it's a weird thing. I didn't go this year. I yeah. didn't go to South by, uh, but I went to a lot of other other stuff. It was, yeah. it was really cool, you know. Um, but yeah, so you know what I my intention and actually I I worked really hard on on the bits to promote this thing, the the EP. Uh, Don't be afraid. So what I did was I, starting from the beginning, I knew what the project was. You know, like this is what I was talking about. You know, they all have to have a, you know an intention at the very least, you know, like, and I'm, I, you know, sometimes I do just collect, you know, all the demos I've recorded, you know, over the past couple of years and I find the best ones and I just put them out. And that's just a thing, you know, but, uh, with the records and and stuff I make, I like for them to have a little bit of intention. And the intention here was that I I built everything. I did everything. All the steps along the way were something that I, I did myself. So I built the instrument and then I just went up to my friend's, uh, cabin, uh, and I, in Arkansas, over at mm. Greer's Larry Fake, or Greer's Ferry Lake. It's <laughs> <laughs> very, very <Larry> fake. fake. <laughs> <laughs> Your story Your starting to unravel Don't you believe <laughs> me? <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> stick with me, stick with me. Uh, and, and so I, I just brought out, you know, my recording rig, my mobile recording rig in Ableton Live, and I just recorded, you know, like six songs, and I picked the four that I, I thought were the strongest, and then i I you know did what little mixing you know it needed and what little mixing I'm capable of, right. mixed it, and did like a a super you know just kind of like figuring out you know what mastering is, you know, like yeah. I was trying to like it's louder, but <laughs> is, is it there? better you know? <laughs> right uh and then okay. I did the artwork, and then finally, I took each of these songs, and then I mined uh. Archive.org for old um, black and white silent uh, films, mm-hmm. you know, like public domain stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I found a lot of really awesome footage yeah. that I that I would then cut together for little music videos for all these things. That's really, and they're all on YouTube right now. Yeah. you know, I put them out there. I think I just didn't, I didn't, you know, do do a you know a, a video release show or you yeah. know like th- these little things that you you can do, which is make kind of cool i see a lot of bands doing it now where they'll release a single and that's you put on a big production the same way you would if you were doing an album yeah which that's
0: what Limberlins just did and uh i i'm very very it's it's been cool to see oh yeah execute this they
1: got a full-on so good it was so good yeah everything about that i mean the video and the all, all the production everything like that went into making it and then the way that the word was spread about it yeah. once it was made and once it was available. I have okay. a lot of respect for the way that was done because I was very impressed. It was, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, I'm you're right. i biased. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> But you know you're right and there's there's a point to be made here and this is you know I'm glad we were talking about promoting that EP and you know maybe you know I I, I could have done better but we've sold just about all of them that we printed so yeah. far you know and so I mean I'm enjoying it I I, I like it I'm, I might print some more you know like, yeah, you but I yeah it's really I it's one of my favorite things that I've heard oh, you do thank honestly you. yeah it's just beautiful yeah uh and, and the, the, the point being that if you make something really cool, like I spent, you know, like almost a year, you know, from start to finish on that thing, not including, you know, writing the songs just throughout the, you know. But if you put that much work into making something, it makes no sense to not put as much work, at least as much work, yeah. into letting people know that it's there, right. you know. So uh, it, is, it is something that I think a lot of artists struggle with. I struggle with it all the time, honestly, yeah. you know.
0: It's confusing for me. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's been a real learning experience for us because we've been working on our record for God knows how long. we it's done. And it's we've an been waiting embar- on artwork for like six months. Oh, <laughs> it's,
3: yeah, it's an embarrassing long, embarrassingly yeah. long amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: but you know, sometimes that's that's how long it takes, yeah. and and that's yeah. you know, uh, it's one of those things. I've found, oh, man, so many things. I it always takes longer than you want it to. I think that yeah. that's a, a universal truth about you these can. projects. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to not get frustrated, like, with how long it takes. Like, that's something that I've had to, to kind of deal with, is just the frustration of how long it's mm-hmm. taken to get it done. Oh, sure. <clears throat> and, you know, uh, and then just to get it out. Get it done and get because it out, we wanna, you know. We, wanna, we don't want to just do, you know, a dud. Like, we want to, we have a marketing plan, kind of. We're still waiting. Once we get the artwork and everything, then we can actually start. Looking at how we're really going to execute that.
1: But, right, right. I mean, because you, know, you got to, you know, that's one of the things you gotta that have I have a strategy. You got to have a strategy. It's it's absolutely true. Uh, it makes yeah, it makes a big difference. There was something I was going to say about that. I can't remember what it was. That's all right. <laughs> well,
0: that's all right. Because that's all right. It's time to hear another
1: original tune. I'd love to. I Mr. I, I, can, do that. All I right. can do that. Here's another tune from that EP. Uh, this is this one's a little more upbeat. I I. Intentionally chose the longest, slowest song for the first song, (laughs) just just so that you know we we'd set a bar. Now this (laughs) (laughs) is you're
0: nice and relaxed by the end,
1: but oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But here's a a little bit more of B1. This is called Manic Expression. Ooh yeah, that's good. All right.
0: sponsors
3: yeah the the, the show show is brought to you by that door that was harder to open than you thought think you're a manly man think again
0: <laughs> yes it's a good sponsor it's that's a good a...
1: sponsor you know that's actually a great sponsor <laughs> don't let them go
3: so yeah if you forget to lock your door you just you know you're good because someone will just try and give up because yeah. they have they have a weak will.
0: Either that, or just assume that every single door that you ever encounter is as difficult as that one, and just kick the door in. <laughs> just make it the most dramatic entrance possible. I, I foresee a lot of broken. <laughs> 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 I foresee a lot of broken glass in that scenario. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, be selective on the surface of the door that you're using.
3: Oh well,
1: now you tell me. <laughs> yeah. Have some discretion. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. in
0: that case, you want to have a rock. You don't use your foot. <laughs> oh. All right. You just throw a rock through the window and walk through. Right. The frame of the door I feel like that's a different act. I'm here of <laughs> I conquered that door done so we have reached the uh this is the fun part All right. of the show been waiting to have fun this so, whole time I, it's, been, it's been so painful <laughs> now, this is actually this might be one of my favorite episodes so far yes of, like, we've gotten to have some really cool conversation and some some really damn good music
1: so. hey, hey.
0: So now let's uh, let's have some fun playing some games, shall we? I so like this that. So uh, this is a game called Scenes from a Hat. And the way that this works, for those of you who have, watched, who have seen Whose Line it Is It Anyway, basically we read a scenario that is written on a piece of paper inside this hat I have here. And then each of us gets to, and in no particular order, if, it, if an idea comes to you, you can just go right away. You get to uh, put your own spin on it. So okay. for instance, I'm just going to do a little throwaway scene right here. Uh, so for instance, for a suggestion like the worst thing to say at a funeral.
3: We're gathered here today to remember this unremarkable human being (laughs) who still owes me five (laughs) dollars. And I already, believe me, I already looked through his pockets (laughs) in the casket. It's not there. I hope you haunt me. (laughs) I will make it worse for you than you make it for me.
0: Okay, you want to, okay, let me tell you a true story. This actually happened. Uh, on the note of the worst thing to say at a funeral so my whenever my great grandfather passed away it was a really really beautiful funeral but I went out into the lobby area and slipped out of bar
1: oh yep (laughs) my
0: dad followed me out there he walks up and he stops in his tracks and goes It smells like something died. <laughs> <laughs> we're just awkward pause, or just staring at each other, and we just walked away.
3: You know, thing.
1: Can't even touch that one.
0: <laughs> it's uh... so.
1: No, that's fantastic. I don't feel bad for
0: laughing. <laughs>
1: no,
0: you should. All right, so scenes from my hats mm. uh, in no particular order. If you have an idea, just go straight with it. Uh, famous movies as a
1: porno scream.
0: <laughs> I was uh, it's not a movie but uh, Breaking Bad say my name these are
3: the pleasure dolls you're looking for
0: <laughs> famous movies uh, movie scenes as a porno we're gonna need a bigger boat <laughs> <laughs> All right. okay long lost Tom Waits songs oh my god Crocodile Dirge <laughs>
1: Uh, whiskey in my bottle, uh, my baby bottle.
0: Everything's dead and everything's dying.
1: You could be sadder.
0: Have I mentioned I played Satan? <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did.
1: Oil, uh, engine oil, as lubrication for sex. I like it. Yeah, that's a waltz. That's one of his like ballads. Yeah. Right, that's
3: that's yeah. a bad as me B side, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: All right, Jason,
0: why don't you pull one of those?
3: Pulling these out here. Yeah. Okay. What we got here exploring the attic
0: oh my god that's where rumpus went
3: <laughs> asterisk ash uh rumpus is brian's dog oh
1: yeah. <laughs> oh here's where grandma keeps her dildos
2: <laughs>
0: oh. oh here's where grandpa keeps his dental day <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey honey <coughs> i found uh i found the uh the the old uh the old kitchenware you know the the kitchenware that you used to use before we got married, and I realized everything you ever did for me was a lie. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Just insert a laugh track. It'll be fine. Uh, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: We should all laugh really loud right Whoa. now. So. <laughs> ah, 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 ah.
3: Daddy, Daddy, can I eat all the cotton candy up here? <laughs>
1: So, uh, you, can, you can find, you know, my calendar videos and, you know, you can buy all my stuff at my website. Uh, it's kylereedmusic.com. Very nice. Yeah. What's your Twitter handle? At Kyle Reed Music.
0: And what's your Facebook?
1: The Facebook. So, I, I think it's slash Kyle Reed Music. I'm pretty sure. It's also uh, sla- it's and, slash? And Low Swinging Chariots. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, slash uh, Low Swinging Chariots.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, where can people order your guitars?
1: Ooh, that's a great question because I want people to order my guitars. Yes. I, still, I, <laughs> I want people to want order people guitars because exactly. they're amazing. Because this is, you know, uh, I've been playing it all, you know, the whole podcast and I sell them. You, you can get one of your own and you can get it at my website uh, or, you know, lots of, you just send me a message on Facebook or something. I mean, the way the way I do it on my website is y- there's a, a specific page about the Cigarbox guitar. It's got all the information about it, tells you everything you need to know. And you can buy it. You know, you can click a PayPal button, and you can you know buy it. I'll ship it to you. Or if you live in town, you'd rather meet up and have a beer and hang out or something. You know, like you, you just send me send me a message, send me an email, and we'll meet up, and I'll bring a cigar box. You know, there you go. yeah.
0: That is an Oklahoma businessman right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how man. you get things done. That's right.
1: Just taking care of business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you so much for coming.
1: Oh uh, my gosh, thank this, you. This has been awesome. I've had such a good time. Yeah, well, I glad, love I'm the glad. podcast.
0: And um, also thanks to Walking Stick Design for our awesome logo. If you need a logo, t-shirt design, or any other kind of graphics design work done, you can contact Clint at (laughs) 405-627-1193 or email him at clint at walkingstickdesign.com. And you can also visit uh, the Okie Show Show on Facebook, on Twitter. We're at Okie show show and uh, man thanks again for coming on. Jason thanks, thanks for being here as well.
3: Hey, glad to so be here. So a it. pleasure sure, uh, two man operation this time. So. I mean,
1: right on. <laughs> yeah, thanks again so
2: much guys. The the show show